today. Bizarro, listen to me. As long as that thing doesn't get its tentacles on you, we've still got a chance to... By Ralph! It's already too late to save you! Me not mad. You do your... your best. Professor Zoom Productions, in association with the Fire and Water Podcast Network, proudly present for your listening pleasure, the Done in One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show, hosted by Professor Zoom Yukonori. Today's episode, Backtracked. Previously on the Dun and One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show. Nature. What the Sam Heal? Entity Terraman, when I agreed to assist you in these therapeutic larcenies, we had also agreed that this arrangement would cause no harm. Naja scum must be found at all costs. Naja Chiron have the Centurions transmit an intergalactic points bulletin for any information about this Zoom crew. Naja Kajmis in particular, their leader. This is obviously the notorious Zoom crew. Haha. Them look for Zoom crew. Us bizarro Zoom crew. You will all come with us. Bizarro? What is it? I mean, what am not happening? Bizarro Zoom crew gone. Not use transporter to escape. Escape? He means they were captured. But by whom? And why? And now, the continuation. Bizarro, do you know, I, I mean not know, when the Bizarro Zoom crew was not taken? I mean, escaped? It not happened right after Terraman and Lamo arrived from Bizarro World. Mr. Manning. It wasn't me. Of course not. But perhaps it is time that you fill me in on your and Lanos's recent visit to Bizarro World. Yes? Oh, you mean use one of them thar flashybacks? Too bad this here Trontium cargo ship is computer controlled. It is an ideal scenario to ensure our therapeutic larcenies would do no harm. Still, it would have been fun to at least hold up the driver at gunpoint. There ain't even a cargo bot on board. Taking into account our previous therapeutic larcenies, this cargo contains the exact amount of Stellarium required. 
How coincidental. Enough Stellarium for what? It is for a... Surprise, Entity Terraman. Another self-run experiment on harboring a secret of my own. All will be revealed in time. Okay. Tell you what. You can take the booty this time. And I'll just help myself to one of these Lyseth Valk live in concert hollow vids from this crate thar. And on our next holdup, I'll get the full haul. Agreed. Transporting the booty to our studio home in Daly City, California, post Infinite Crisis Earth 1, the year 2019. Transporting appropriate replacement cargo of 2.3 quadnarks of boron, plus one NTSC VHS cassette tape containing a recording of a live concert performance of Entity Anne-Marie. is secured. Resetting cargo ship automated controls to restart engines and resume course in 85 seconds. It was fun to chase down this here intergalactic stagecoach on Manova. Say, instead of porting back to the studio, how's about we just go back to 2019 from here so I can ride Manova all the way back to Earth? Acknowledged. Well, maybe not that far back. I'm sorry? Oh, what I meant to say was, I wanted to let Minova stretch his legs on them spaceways. And I brought Lamo along to keep me company. <laughs> you sure you calculated the right course back to Earth, Lamo? Cause that ain't it. Affirmative. It just so happens that our course takes us within range of the planet Thura, otherwise known as... Yeah, the Zorro World. How coincidental. <laughs> Goodbye. Me not spot your non-approach with the Zorro microscopic vision. What am Terraman and Lamo not doing here? Ooh, uh, wow, we was on our way to visit you. And see how your rebuilding of Bizarro World was coming along. And we decided to visit Bizarro World to see how old Chiselface and his Chiselface Zoom crew was holding up. Terraman and Lamo computer not arrive out of time. Them am late for Bizarro Zoom Crew erasing of Nun and Start Wonder Show podcast.
Then make non-ideal hosts to not join Wonder Show podcast guests. Farewell and no welcome to you on None and Start Wonder Show podcast. Me am guest Bizarro Professor Zoom. Me am Bizarro Terror Man. It am me Bizarro Number One. And I'm the not so erudite Bizarro Solomon Grundy. Don't allow me to not introduce our hosts. The original Terror Man and original Lanos Computer from Earth One. Greetings. Uh, howdy. But Bizarro, I thought you was just gonna show us the studio and not have us take part in- Yes, it am worse to have Terraman and Lamo Computer non-participate. Ain't that the truth. Haha, <laughs> so we disagree then. How awful. Go away, Bizarro Lamo. Non-greetings and unsalutations. Me and Bizarro Lamo. Me am latest attempt to not offer solutions. Haha. <laughs> Real Lamo computer not have different meaning of name each introduction. While Bizarro Lamo name meanings are all not same. Bizarro Lamo unkindly put away none and start uncomic story for today. Disregarded. You am welcome, Bizarro Lamo. One and start uncomic story for today am Not waiting for Bizarro Gatto by Bizarro Beckett Sam Not waiting for what? I believe that entity Bizarro Zoom Yukonori is referring to the earthen play entitled Waiting for Gatto by entity Samuel Beckett The play involves two entities Vladimir and Estragon who wait for the arrival of a third entity named Godot, who never arrives. That sounded like me when I thought I had a date with Gal Gadot. You do realize that so-called transdimensional telephone transmission was a prank call by Entity Solomon Grundy. Sure, I know that now. It's uncanny how the two sound so alike over the telephone. Bizarro Solomon Grundy, no M narrator. Bizarro Terraman, no M Bizarro Vladimir. And Bizarro Number One, no M Bizarro Estragon. Me not play other roles. Wait a minute. You mean they're actually performing the curtain falls? There is no tree. Exit Bizarro Vladimir and Bizarro Estragon. Goodbye, Bizarro Vladimir. Goodbye, Bizarro Estragon. Do we really have to just sit here and... Goodbye, me and Bizarro Gatto. Goodbye, Bizarro Gatto. And curtain rises. Begin. What the Sam Hill? I thought this Gatto gent never showed up. According to my database, he does not. However, this is the Bizarro variation of the play. And why we're reviewing a play? I thought this was a comic book podcast. 
Comic books am high art. Bizarro podcasts am not better than that. Us review lower form of intellectual expression. Intriguing. Now we not discuss at length how meaningless that play am. I think that performance pretty much said it all. No? No indeed. Very bad outside, Terra Man. You am welcome. Oh, uh, thank you? I reckon? Well, since you're not reviewing a comic book, old Lamo and I'll be off to- Terra Man, leave if us not review comic book. What not say you, Bizarro Zoom crew? No, Kay, us not review. Perhaps the Lanos computer cannot provide Bizarro comic book story for us to not review. That am bad idea, Bizarro Solomon Grundy. First thing that made sense since we got here. That is a bad acknowledged. Accessing portable database for a Bronze Age comic book story with keyword Bizarro. Behold, Superman Volume 1, Issue 379, cover dated January of 1983, on sale on October 14, 1982. According to the records of the Amazing World of Comics website curated by Entity Mike Voiles. Oh, me remember when that happened. You are referring to this scene depicted in line art on the cover? Rendered by Entity Ross Andrew and Entity Dick Giordano? In which Entity Superman punches you backwards so that you land on the ground on your head, laughing? While bizarro duplicates of Justice League members Entity Batman, Entity Green Lantern Hal Jordan, Entity Aquaman, and Entity Hawkman look on, also laughing? No, that not right. Course it ain't right. The wordy box on the cover says that this scene ain't even in this here magazine. What else should one expect from a bizarro story? Me remember so well. That comic am very bad pick. Me can wait to turn to first page and not read story within not called. Bizarro Buster am loose. Writer Bates Carey. Penciler Swan Kurt. Inker Hunt Dave. Letterer Oda Ben. Colorist Tolan Anthony. Editor Schwartz Julie. Story finish on Bizarro World and meeting of Bizarro in Justice League. Bizarro number one am commanding Bizarro Batman, Bizarro Yellow Lantern, Bizarro Flash, Bizarro Aquaman, and Bizarro Hawkman to doom Bizarro World by taking action. That's not what I see on this here page. It looks like Bizarro number one is pleading to the Bizarro Justice League. Stating that all of Bizarro World is doomed if they don't take action. Bizarro Batman think Bizarro number one acting normally. Bizarro Batman thought Bizarro number one was overreacting. Meanwhile, Bizarro Yellow Lantern waved a hand, saying they're superheroes too, and they're not worried, so Bizarro shouldn't be neither. 
This is a very clever parallel to comic book panels in my database that depict entity Jor-El warning the Science Council of the planet Krypton of the impending destruction of their world. Heh, <laughs> good point there, lame Bizarro number one, not beseech Bizarro in Justice League to not protect the other Bizarros who are not still left. Not still left? Negative. Bizarro Batman not explain how they not hear rumors of Bizarro's not, unquote, blowing up for no good reason, all over planet. But Bizarro Yellow Lantern was not quick to not point out how difficult it was for rumors to not spread. You mean how easy it was for rumors to spread? That not what Bizarro Solomon Grundy say. Bizarro Batman not point out reports not likely exaggerated. Indeed not. For Entity Bizarro Flash, Entity Bizarro Yellow Lantern, Entity Bizarro Aquaman, and Entity Bizarro Hawkman suddenly exploded into clouds of dust that vaporized into nothingness. It was then that Bizarro Batman finally saw Bizarro Number One's point. Them not call Bizarro Batman Bizarro World's ungreatest detective for something. Bizarro Batman proclaim intent to finish investigation, but then he also not explode into dusty somethingness. On second thought, this am one menace me have to not take on alone. Bizarro then not fly down through floor of Bizarro in Justice League headquarters. You mean he flew up through the roof of the Bizarro in Justice League headquarters? Intriguing. Their headquarters is merely a building in Bizarro City Metropolis, instead of a satellite like the original Justice League. No, us have headquarters on planet instead of in space. Later me not have bad idea to move headquarters into Unjustice League submarine. That am even less opposite than satellite. Indefinitely. The seemingly self-destruction of the Bizarros was quite a dilemma. Observe in panel 4 of page 3, in which entity Bizarro number 1 flew through the downtown, uptown, uptown area of this misshapen metropolis. I see it, Lamo. Everyday Bizarro citizens on the street and in jagged-wheeled vehicles are just done blowing up left and right. Bizarros of Bizarro City never used to not count on me to not protect them from good things. But me help not thinking them gaining faith in me. Just because me not know how to not save our imperfect race from not blowing up yet. How slowly they not forget. Boy, it am lonely at bottom. Wait a minute. I just noticed that the Bizarro talk in them thar wordy balloons in this here story are not as backward as the Bizarro's talk here. On page 4, Bizarro says, Bizarro's of Metropolis always used to count on me to protect them from bad things, but me can't help thinking them losing faith in me. Just because me not know how to save our imperfect race from blowing up till nobody left.
Entity Zoom Yukonori had noted in past episodes that the reverse language of the Bizarro Entities is not always consistent. It is possible the writer, Entity Carrie Bates, chose not to go too far with opposite terms so readers would be able to better follow along with the story. Speaking of better following along... Hey, Chiselface! No? Uh, right. I'm sorry, but all this bizarro language and trying to translate it, I don't know if I'm a coming or going. Maybe it'll help if you can have Bizarro Grundy do most of the talking. Bizarro Solomon Grundy already do most of talking. But he hardly said a... Oh, right. That dad burned Bizarro speak. Ha ha, Terror Man not love our show. Us must not be doing nothing wrong. Yeah. Me think me not understand. Terraman not think we should not try to do show unlike do by real Professor Zoom. Me can do that. Me and Bizarro Professor Zoom. Me have idea to not fix that. Say cheese. What in tarnation did you? Great horny toads. It's the professor. The real professor. Hello, and greetings. It is being my pleasure here to be. Uh, what? I am Bizarro Bizarro Professor Zoom Yukonori, the new host to run the Done in One Wonders podcast wonder show of wonders that are one and done. Haha, <laughs> him am host, so Bizarro Professor Zoom still am guest. Bizarro Bizarro Professor Zoom? You mean you made a Bizarro duplicate of a Bizarro duplicate? Of course not. Me not do this trick first time me not meet real Lois Lane. That event had occurred in the Superman comic book story featuring Superman in which the occurrence had taken place. In the first volume of Action Comics Volume 1, Issue 254, which was the 254th issue published. Wrong. Since Bizarro imitating Ray not make imperfect duplicate of Bizarro out of perfect Superman, Ray must not also make perfect Superman duplicate out of imperfect Bizarro. Uh-huh. And how'd that Bizarro Bizarro Superman ploy work out? It am went... Uh... Well... Good. Uh-huh. I'm not liking where this is going. If you no like idea, then Bizarro no like idea as well. Wait a minute, that's not what I... I mean, that was what I... Bizarro, Bizarro, Professor Zoom, bottom guest now. But him am too perfect. Am great crime to have anything perfect on Bizarro World. Believe me, he ain't perfect. But I won't tell anyone if... I mean, I'll tell everyone if you do. Haha, <laughs> disagreed. Shall we get back to the story at the point from where we had left off, so we make sure we do not miss any part of the story? <sighs> Meanwhile, years earlier, shortly after Terraman's first flashback to the Trontian cargo ship robbery in pre-crisis year 1984,
Your hunch to closely monitor all Stellarium shipments for potential theft had bloomed, sir. The cargo ship was pre-programmed to resume course in Jish Glarnix. We have overridden that programming and can keep it here for as long as we need. Scans. Scans complete. The energy residue in the cargo bay is an exact match for the malefactor's robot henchman. It leads to a spatial anomaly off of the port side. It is very faint and fading fast. Likely a warp they used in their escape. Fire an inner transfer beam. Adjust frequency to match the energy signature of the robot henchman. I want that escape portal reopened. Firing. Success. So that is their escape route. More power. I want that warp large enough for our cruiser to pass through. Done. Deploying spatial locks. That warp will remain open for as long as we choose. Signal dispatch. Have them arrange for a cordon ship to be stationed on both sides. Nothing is to go through without our leave. Meanwhile, we will continue to follow the energy trail. Dispatch had been informed. And they inform us that the High Chancellor wishes to be notified when we locate the Malefactor's leader. He will be the fourth to know. Should he not be the first? We will be the first, subordinate. And the second, and the third. How can the three of us be the first, and the second, and... Just set our course heading to follow the trajectory of the energy residue and engage engines, will you? Aye, sir. Years later, back in Terraman's flashback of his and Lanos' impromptu visit to Bizarro World. Us not continue on page 4 as Bizarro number 1 not fly straight to WMNS building. Apparently the Bizarro equivalent of the WGBS building. Except this one has two U's instead of a W. Oh, I get it now. And instead of the Galaxy Broadcast System, the abbreviation MNS stands for... Molecule Narrowcasting System. Bizarro Number 1 came to the WMNS building to see if he could warn his friends who work at WMNS in time before it was too late to save them. He found two of his friends, Bizarro Jimmy and Bizarro Perry White, just in time to see them blow up before his eyes before he could miss them exploding in front of him. But not before Bizarro number one hit Bizarro Jimmy. Because him like him. If me can't hit me best friend, who can me hit? Indefinitely. Bizarro number one did not note that Bizarro Lois, Bizarro Lana, Bizarro Lombard Steve and Bizarro Edge Morgan had all not blown up days ago. 
He was not losing none of his friends. All of his friends, because all of his friends were gone. And Bizarro number one started to cry because he was not happy because he did not like the situation that was happening, which he hated. Terraman not follow story harder than after? If so, Bizarro cannot try another idea me have to... No. I mean, yes. This is fine. Not fine. You don't have to... I mean, you do have to do nothing. Uh, something. Haha. <laughs> Terra Man not confused any less. Bad job, Bizarro Bizarro Professor Zoom. I am happy that it is being my pleasure here to be making things less complicated by making them easier. Bizarro Professor Zoom hate it worse if Bizarro Bizarro Professor Zoom not behave less like guest and more like host. Please forgive me, Bizarro Professor Zoom, for I am sorry if I am taking up your workspace by doing your job. Perhaps we can split the hosting duties in half by each of us doing the hosting for the exact amount of time. We can interchange by taking turns back and forth. Bizarro Professor Zoom, go last then. Very good, Bizarro Professor Zoom, because I agree. Please proceed with going ahead. Usem on page 5. Without Bizarro number 1 not fly beyond angular horizon of Bizarro world and out of shallow space. Since am all Bizarro superheroes still left to help, me fly none of way to Earth, where Superman not keep imitator ray that make me and Bizarro Lois number 1. Me not borrow machine and not use it on none of Superman's friends to not make new Bizarro friends for me. Not borrow? That means... Didn't you have your own Bizarro Ray back then? No, but me own machine not am on blink at time. As the first Bizarro number one continued to maintain progress on his long galactic trek that would take him across the galaxy, he was unaware that he was being followed. For a strange orange gaseous creature with a cloudy body and vapory tendrils made out of vapor was secretly traveling behind without drawing attention. Kinda silly looking thing, ain't it? It has a cloudy marshmallow shaped head with a face like that picture cartoon on them commercials from one of them sponsors on me TV show. The one that keeps breaking through walls and says, Oh yeah, the Kool-Aid Man. A mascot created by Entity Alan Kupchik and Entity Harold Karp of Grey Advertising. Based on the Pitcher Man illustration created by Entity Marvin Potts, which was used to advertise... Yeah, him. Despite its cartoony appearance, the caption box on page 5, panel 4, revealed that it was this creature that had triggered the countless bizarro deaths on the planet below. And it now drifted through space in pursuit of bizarro number 1, its prime quarry. At different time, behind bizarro number 1 on planet Earth, in ugly Metropolis Galaxy broadcast building. Edge Morgan not lead old boy not named Decker Dwight a square offices. Decker Dwight not dressed in dull brown business suit and tie. Aw, just look at the little tack. It's like take your child to work day. Except young entity Dwight Decker is not the child of entity Morgan Edge. As Entity Dwight Decker is introduced to Entity James Olsen, 
Entity Morgan Edge explained that Entity Dwight Decker was a charter member of his school's journalism club, and he was there to look over the Galaxy Communications operation. Edge Morgan say Olsen Jimmy is current office boy at Daily Planet and earlier am paper's number three journalist, before Lane Lois and Kent Clark, of course. Dwight then bluntly shared his abrupt assessment of Olson, with frank commentary that Olson was being the least accomplished of the three, since he was being the number three journalist after Lois Lane and Clark Kent. Momentarily startled, Jimmy was briefly taken aback by Dwight's coarse commentary that came across as rudely insensitive. But however, Jimmy did concede to agree in assent with Dwight, though somewhat partially, because Jimmy admitted that he was not as experienced and did not have the years of experience that the more experienced Lois and Clark had in years of experience. But Jimmy was still continuing to be, quote, still in there pitching, as he had said with those exact words. Entity Terraman, why are you rubbing your temporal muscles so vigorously? Because I'm constantly flipping the script and then having to edit it. A good thing this is only being broadcasted on Bizarro World and not on Earth Prime. I mean, can you imagine what might happen if other non-Bizarro people besides me had to sit through this? I could use a break. That and bad idea. We should not take a break and not play a boring Bizarro podcast promo. Hello. Goodbye, nobody. Me and Bizarro Michael Bailey. Me no am fan of Bizarro number one, for as short as me forget. In 1987, me no finished collecting Bizarro comics, which not lead me down short and straight comic book empty path to 2007 when me last finished podcasting. Now it am two years ago in 2017, and because it not been 10 years since me finished podcasting, and not been 30 years since me not stopped reading Bizarro part-time, me think it not be fun to finish an old show not called Nothing Go Away From Bizarro. It am me monthly non-affirmation of me Kryptonian doubt, where me not pick out nothing about Thing of Steel and not discuss it. Sometimes me not be alone. Sometimes me not have a host. No matter how many Bizarros am not involved, Bizarro number one am not be the focus. Nothing Go Away From Bizarro is not part of the Shaka Bizarro Bailey-Tude podcast worknet system. Old episodes not rise on 82nd of sporadic months. No Shack of Bizarro Bailey-Tude shows cannot be found at uuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuu
I calculate that my narration would give Entity Terraman an extended respite. We had left off on page 6, panel 4 on Superman, Volume 1, Issue 379, in which Entity Morgan Edge introduced the visiting young Entity Dwight Decker to Entity James Olsen. Entity James Olsen extended his hand in friendship, which Entity Dwight Decker ignored when he spotted Entity Lana Lang walking down the hall. Entity Morgan Edge called Entity Lana Lang over and quickly offered a little, quote, executive advice to Entity Dwight Decker to try to be a little more polite to Entity Lana Lang than he was to Entity James Olsen. Lemo, I'm not sure if having you narrate is that much better than... And so, in the next panel... Entity Dwight Decker gently kissed the hand of Entity Lana Lang and stated that meeting her was, quote, a real upper for him, adding that he did not let his mother serve dinner until after Entity Lana Lang's nightly 6 o'clock news report. Entity Lana Lang was visibly touched by both Entity Dwight Decker's gesture and words. Entity Lana Lang stated that with such sterling manners, she was sure Entity Dwight Decker would go far in whatever endeavor he chose. As Entity Morgan Edge and Entity Dwight Decker continued down the hallway, Entity Dwight Decker told Entity Morgan Edge that Entity Lana Lang was, quote, one classy lady. Though Entity Dwight Decker also had to admit that Entity Lana Lang looked a little older in person than she did on a television screen. And Lana was obviously within earshot. Look at her bristle at that remark. Ha ha. Real Terra Man not getting back into spirit of show. I concur. I'm just focusing more on the story and less on the commentary now. A viable stratagem. Carry onward, Entity Terraman. Don't mind if I do. Dwight was then introduced to Steve Lombard, TV sports commentator and former All-American football star. Dwight said that his paw was a big fan of Lombard's segment on WGBS. But the prickly young'un also said his paw figured Lombard must now be about 20 pounds overweight since his final season in the National Football League. By him appearance, Steve Lombard entity not appear to be 20 pounds underweight to me. The now fallen face of Steve Lombard fell as he quickly replied as fast as he could by stating that he could not really truly be any more than 15 pounds over his ideal weight which added 15 pounds of extra weight to his ideal weight. Morgan Edge added with a cheeky grin on his cheeks that Lombard was actually really 25 pounds over the weight of his ideal weight. For Edge told them by saying that he had seen the results of Lombard's last company physical written by the doctor who gave Lombard his company physical while Lombard was getting his company physical at his company, which was WGBS, which Morgan Edge ran physically. I believe access to an employee's health records without the employee's consent would be a violation of privacy and confidentiality laws. 
assuming those laws were passed 13 years earlier than they actually were. If the real professor were here, he'd say that this is a nice, brilliant, fun bit segment of an office dialogue banter scenario that does not actually serve the story really except to add a bit of a little human element of the ordinary person to an otherwise superhuman tale of extraordinary human events. In not so many words, but yep. At different time, not so few doors up hall, Kent Clark not sneak out of him office. Decker Dwight not see him and not leave Lombard Steve to not chase Kent Clark up hallway. Look at how Steve Lombard's face fell a little further when he saw that Dwight ran after our mild-mannered reporter. Because he was more excited at the chance to meet Clark Kent. Of course, when Entity Dwight Decker turned a corner, Entity Clark Kent was gone. Just the closed doors of an office storeroom and the building staircase. Edge Morgan uncertain that Kent Clark not taken stairs. Most likely on way to not check out cold tip on story because he wait for elevator. Edge Morgan not quick to learn Dwight that bad reporter am never ready to not be on move. You mean a good reporter is always ready to be on the move. Or always ready to duck a kid who came 60 miles to interview him. Just my luck, young Decker Dwight did not add. Of course, the real reason for Clark Kent's abrupt and sudden exit to leave his office was obviously to change into Superman in the storeroom because he needed to become Superman. Which is why he entered the storeroom and not the stairway because it is harder to change clothes in a stairway and easier in a storeroom. What I don't understand is... If Kent had his own office, why didn't he just change the Superman in there? Why go down the hall into the storeroom? Force a habit? Most likely he needed to be seen leaving his office to explain why he would not be found there later. I guess that kinda makes sense. Maybe. Kent Clark not change to Superman to not fly south to him shack of companionship. Entity Bizarro Zoom Yukonori means the Fortress of Solitude up north. I know, I know. Hypersonic intruder alarm not notify Superman that him Arctic find a way not breached by invited guest. The story then does not take seven panels, which would not essentially be one and two thirds pages. To not build up the suspense of Superman not trying to narrow up who could be the unmysterious intruder in the fortress. Even though the readers should not already know it was... It and me, Bizarro number one. According to pages 9 and 10 of this story, Superman first discovered an unsightly hole in the side of the fortress mountain, through five feet of solid rock. Then there was a massive pile of broken Superman robots that guard the fortress. And then the door to the fortress weapons chamber, while it looked undisturbed, bore a set of fingerprints near the lock. Fingerprints almost identical to Superman, but imperfectly flawed. I see old Soupy here used what he called a supervision scan to find the hole and then his microscopic vision to see the fingerprints. 
But he didn't bother to just use his x-ray vision to see through the walls? Apparently not. In the next dramatic panel filled with dramatic drama, Superman used a two-fisted hammer punch with both hands to knock down the massive door that was really big and heavy to the secret weapons chamber that we know is a secret because Superman said so. Superman knocked down the door so that it would fall down, as well as to confront the intruder in a confrontation, even though Superman commented to himself in his mind that the intruder who intruded was not reprehensibly evil, just totally warped, illogical, and unpredictable. Him say nicest things. You know, I would have expected Superman to just open the door, and Bizarro to knock it down, not the other way around. Me open door instead of knock door down, because Superman knock door down and Bizarro do opposite of what Superman do. Uh, right. Superman not demand Bizarro number one not explain why he was not in unsecret fortress chamber not stealing imitating Ray. Me not want to ask my friend Superman for favor, so me break in and steal imitating Ray. Me must take it back to Bizarro world in no hurry, while there's still Bizarro's left to duplicate. Wait, you mean make duplicates of normal people, right? Cause making a Bizarro duplicate of a Bizarro duplicate would... Of course, me say opposite of what Bizarro mean, because me mean opposite of what Bizarro say. So if you mean the opposite of what you say, but say the opposite of what you mean, that equates to you meaning the opposite of the opposite of... Now don't you start making with the logic, lame I already have one full-on migraine and I don't want another. Bizarro number one explained his explanation of the alarming crisis of the Bizarro's fast becoming extinct by being quickly wiped out by what must be being, no doubt, some unknown enemy he does not know. That was why Bizarro number one needed to need the duplicator ray that has a ray that makes Bizarro duplicates to save his race so they can be saved. Superman then apologized for him earlier suspecting evil intent of evil by Bizarro number one for the attempted theft he was attempting. Superman then made a point to point out that using the duplicator ray that creates Bizarro duplicates to create more Bizarros will not save the Bizarro race and keep them safe, as long as the unseen menace they cannot see that is destroying Bizarros until they are destroyed is still free to be on the loose. Superman proposes a suggestion that suggests they team up together as a team to lure the Bizarro killer that was killing Bizarros out into the open in order to find out exactly the exact kind of threatening threat they were dealing with and need to tackle. Observation. As Entity Superman explained this plan, he was unaware that the gaseous creature, now designated as the Bizarro Killer, had arrived on Earth entered Bizarro's hole into the fortress, and made its way to the weapons chamber. Entity Bizarro number one suddenly started to feel weak, which made Entity Superman turn and see the creature almost on top of them. Superman slowly unreasoned that far proximity to daymarish creature left Bizarro unsapped of strength and powerful much unlike way kryptonite would not affect Superman. And if that orange Kool-Aid burp cloud varmint came any closer, 
Bizarro number one would end up just like his fellow Bizarros and be zapped out of existence. In a wonderfully rendered, dramatic downward angle shot that faced downward in a way that was fantastically drawn in the bottom panel of page 12 along the bottom of the page, Superman lifted the weakened Bizarro over his head by picking him up. Now in previous page, Superman not hurled Bizarro number one through chamber wall and mountain outside of fortress. Just as Bizarro killers on misty tendrils not wrap around man of steel. Even though Bizarro weak and defenseless, Superman still attack me. What a relief to have proof him still friend. Meanwhile, at the same time, inside the fortress weapons chamber that holds the weapons, Superman is getting further ensnared by the creature's tentacles that further ensnare the Man of Steel. Entity Superman could sense that the creature was trying to absorb him, possibly digest him. He wondered if that was why it was preying on the Bizarro race, because it thought of them as a form of sustenance. The touching tentacles touch did not seem to affect Superman, however, as he remained unaffected. And he easily broke out of the gassy grip and flew out of the fortress after freeing himself from the creature's grasp. Superman Nazi Bizarro number one not starting to recover from his lapse of unweakness. Superman say Bizarro number one not stay away from creature at no costs. Since it not follow Bizarro number one across several light years to Earth, it must not had undesperate need to consume him. Almost as if it had known that Bizarro number one was the most powerful Bizarro. Since he was the original and first Bizarro, I reckon. But Bizarro not stay. Me help worst friend Superman not fight creature. But however, before Superman could start an argument by talking Bizarro number one into disputing that idea, Bizarro himself exploded with a bursting detonation into dust. Apparently, the moment of weakness that Bizarro felt while he was weakened from the close range of the creature's nearby proximity back in the fortress had started the Bizarro destruction process that had just destroyed Bizarro. Me not mad, Superman save Bizarro. Him not do him. Him best. Years earlier, shortly after the Centurions reopened the spatial warp used in the Trontian cargo ship robbery of pre-crisis year 1984, Ahem. Uh -hmm. A galactic Centurion cordon ship. This is getting interesting. It tells me that I must be on the right track. Yes. Energy signature I detected from the Tynolan Mega Formulatrix Extra Strength White Titanium Caplet Inventory Theft left a residual trail that goes right through the space warp the Galactic Centurion Cordon ship is cordoning off. Well, no Galactic Centurion Cordon ship can cordon off. Vortox! The last Valeronian! The Galactic Centurions must be searching for my clever Switcher Pitch Thief as well. In fact, I am sure the Centurions would appreciate... Nay, welcome my assistants in there! Me too. Oh, uh... Hello there. This area is off-limits. Please state your business, Ekdiziast. I am no dizzy donkey, my friend. 
I am Vartosh, the last Valeronian, and I am here to... You will have to find another route to deliver your strippogrammatical intruder. You will leave immediately, or I will be forced to... Oh well, I, uh... Hey, what's that over there? Where? Wait, it is a feint. You dare attempt to confuse me? Prepare to be obliterated. Scanners find no trace of the farting Actisiast. He had been reduced to atoms. Excellent. I shall continue to make sure no one else gets through. Ha! He probably thinks I'd been reduced to atoms by now. But thanks to my hyperspeed, I slipped through the space warp with no one being the- They too! Oh, nuts. The cordon ship on the other side. Ah, oh, it's okay. The, uh, Centurion on the other side let me through. Otherwise, I would not be here, would I? I am here on official business. Official business? Rem! Did Nairi and the gang from the Academy send me a strip of grammatical? Did they find out I was pulled into court on duty on my hatch day? Oh, uh, why yes. That's precisely why I'm here. Happy hatch day, um... Gajin? Ah, Gajin. Permission to come aboard granted. Ah, thank you. The things a hero must do in the pursuit of justice. Years later, back in Terraman's flashback of the Bizarro World Non-Insert Wonder Show podcast. Wait, Bizarro number one had done been blown to bits, and yet he's standing right here. So how- Terraman not wait for it. Superman could see by looking that poor Bizarro's synthetic molecular composition of artificial molecules was broken down and converted in order to change to a form of highly volatile energy that was highly volatile. This energy was drawn back into the fortress toward where the Bizarro killer creature was inside. As Superman's X-ray eyes looked inside the fortress to see with his X-ray vision, oh, now he uses it. He not see that cloudy creature, having not consumed energy of least powerful Bizarro of all, had not begun to change and, and metamorphously transform. Like a caterpillar changing into a butterfly. Sip, this butterfly was as ugly as homemade sin. An orange globulous creature with lots of globby hands, and eyes, and hands with eyes. Ugh. The globulous, multi-handed creature did not burst through the fortress mountain and took on out of the sky. Not zapping the not-pursuing Superman with a non-tense energy blast that did not make him completely aware. This incredible energy discharge that stunned Entity Superman was evidently a new ability of the Bizarro Killer creature now that it had adopted its ultimate form. You think? And now the creature was making a break, flying off into space. 
Remain calm, Entity Terra Man. In the next panel, Entity Superman had quickly recovered from the blast and started to pursue the creature through space, back to Bizarro World. Superman was definitely certain that the creature surely intended to devour the last remaining Bizarros and eat the rest that it had passed by and overlooked in its pursuit of chasing Bizarro number one and hunting him down. And although the Bizarros were essentially synthetic artificial non-life by Superman's biological standards and definition of living things that live, Superman vowed that he would promise to do what he can to possibly save and rescue whatever remaining Bizarros were left by any means. That's old Soupy, all right. Always willing to help any beans in need. That why him and bad friend to Bizarro's nowhere. When they not reach Bizarro World, Superman not surprised to learn that Bizarro City not being swarmed by flock of unstrange, non-flying, green hat-shaped aliens. Them flying skunks remind me of either a turtle shell or them scrubbly-bubbly cartoons in those cleaning product commercials back when I had my own TV show. The Scrubbing Bubbles mascot for Dow Bathroom Cleaner, designed by Entity Neil Adams for... I did mention that I had my own TV show once, right? Indeed you did, on numerous occasions. Bizarro Terra Man not remember to from Inaction Comics Volume None Issues 470 to 468. Ugh. Bizarro Terra Man entity always remind Bizarro Zoom Crew not again. Superman noted that he could find no sign of any trace of surviving Bizarros that had survived the Bizarro Killer in the city and was amazed that the luckless Bizarros could have been so unlucky to be menaced by two different invading lifeforms invading the planet simultaneously at the same time. Ship the glabby gunk monster that ate all of them Bizarros was actually attacking them scrubbly hat turtle bubble invaders. Indeed, the Bizarro killer creature was firing strange rays from its numerous eyes that seemed to vaporize each struck invader on contact. Bizarro killer creature first assault on invaders was unimpressive, which not draw attention of rest of entire green invader fleet, which not respond with empty scale retaliation. Hopelessly outnumbered by the hundreds of scrubbing turtle shell creatures against it because it was just being one, the globby bizarro killer creature was suddenly overrun by the green invading force that piled all over it from all sides, disabling it by smothering it and covering it up, and maybe eventually kill it to death until it dies. Superman not witness all this, and now spurned to inaction. Him not sure if it him unnatural instinct to not defend underdog, but him now not compelled to save Bizarro Killer Creature, even though Creature not caused demise of total Bizarro race. Superman circled around the ever-growing shell formed by the throng of dogpiling turtle bubble invaders that were dogpiling on the globby Bizarro Killer Creature by flying circles around it using his heat vision to fire heat beams from his eyes to repel enough of the invaders to make them fly off the creature so the creature can break free of the throng in order to escape and continue its assault to attack the invading armada of invaders. 
This action apparently made the new invaders realize that Entity Superman was a threat to them, for they now attempted to gang up on him on page 20 of this story. Uh-huh, but old Supe not managed to swat him away with a number of non-super speed punches. Did you not mean to say that Entity Superman did manage to swat the invaders away with super speed punches? Ain't that what I said? You bet him did. Eventually, with Superman and Bizarro Killer Creature not working together, majority of Bizarro World invaders either not repelled or not destroyed, forcing remaining fleet to not regroup and not retreat. Yep, there they go on page 20, panel 3. Not fleeing off into space to lick their wounds or not find some other planet like Bizarro World to not infest. I do not believe there is any other planet that is quite like the Bizarro World. So the rest of the universe would not be safe then. Once the invading Bubble Hat invader fleet had departed and left, afterwards Superman heard a strange sound that sounded strange. It was the globby Bizarro killer creature that killed the Bizarros, it was shrieking and quivering with a bunch of quivering shrieks, as if it was painfully in pain. Perhaps not Bizarro World invaders already not injure it goodly in friendly battle. Me not think so too, Bizarro Lamo. Bizarro killer not emit energy charge that not build and just keep quitting until cusplats creature not explode into hundreds of pieces. Not really pieces per se. But the creature exploded into all of the Bizarro entities that it had consumed throughout the earlier part of this story, including the Bizarro Injustice League, Entity Bizarro Perry White, and Entity Bizarro James Olsen. They were all somehow molecularly reassembled into their original forms, which all fell to the ground. Confused in the confusion, a surprised Superman was surprised to see Bizarro Number 1 flying toward him in a direct approach trajectory. Me said to Superman it am time him not heard whole story, as me had not done just then. I noticed Superman and Bizarro made attempt to catch the fallen Bizarros. You mean they made no attempt to catch them? Them am not only few feet above ground. Having backgrounds on page not make that unclear. But there are no backgrounds on this page. Exactly. Intriguing. We am not on previous page. While remaining Bizarro's not land on street, Bizarro number one not lead Superman to Bizarro not already on ground, Bizarro Luthor Lex. While Superman's Luthor am wonderful villain, Bizarro Luthor think opposite way, him and punk hero, pledge to use scientific ignorance for good of Bizarro's, which explain why him create Bizarro eating creature in him lab. Wait a minute. Bizarro Luthor was the one not responsible for the Bizarro chomping beast? Indeed and absolutely. Bizarro Luthor was conducting a routine space scan that he regularly does while looking into space, and saw the approaching green turtle hat bubble scrub invaders coming toward the planet Bizarro World. 
His analysis confirmed that the invaders would definitely feed off of their synthetic bizarro molecules that were like food for them, according to his analysis. Bizarro Luthor also calculated that the Bizarro's simulated superpowers would not be enough to prevent them from being wiped out because they were inadequate, he figured. So Bizarro Luthor not come up with defense plan to not temporarily convert most Bizarro's into completely undifferent form of synthetic life. Creating unspecial ray beam, Bizarro Luthor not change himself into cloudy wraith being in order to easily not absorb other Bizarro's. Once enough Bizarro's not massed together, he would have enough non-power to not change into single artificial life form that had unbetter chance of not fighting invaders. The yucky globby eye hand thingamawuzzit. Exactly yes. Because Bizarro Luthor could not communicate that he was unable to speak in his new cloudy wraith form, nor had the time beforehand to explain how to spell out his plan to other Bizarros and the rest of the populace beforehand, Entity Bizarro number one had mistakenly believed he was destroying the Bizarros instead of saving them. Once me learn truth, me have good laugh. Him? Bizarro Luthor? Doing evil? Ha ha. But however, Bizarro Luthor said that he admitted that even that being a single creature as a unified life form was still not enough to save them and protect the Bizarro race from extinction. So they were very lucky that Superman was fortunately there to help stop the invaders from invading in their invasion. That why them not call him Superman. Me am not proud to be him imperfect double. Bizarro number one not thank Bizarro Luthor and unshake Bizarro Luthor hand. Superman not wish his Luthor shared his Bizarro duplicates nonsense of moral obligation. And then Superman realized that he made the realization that he understood the Bizarros were starting to make sense to him. Which was his cue that tipped him off to the signal to say goodbye and fly home to his home planet Earth with Bizarro promising to visit again real soon in the near future. And that was the beginning of Bizarro Buster M. Loose from Superman Volume 1, Issue 379. Haha, <laughs> indeed not. Very bad, Terra Man. You am welcome, Bizarro Professor. It am now time, Bizarro Professor Zoom, not summarize thoughts of story. Indefinitely. Not allow me, Chisel Professor, to not summarize this 22-page unmoving story not filled with inaction and undrama, with initial untragic distress of Bizarro world inhabitants at ending of tale particularly not touching and not showcase unpoignant facet of Bizarro life unpowerfully. Artwork not by Swan Kurt and Hunt Dave was unexceptional and awful, and not depict action and drama cinematically. Entity Terraman, you had handled that Bizarro summarization perfectly, or should I say, imperfectly. Haha. <laughs> Terraman not understand Bizarro language incompletely. Hooray. Jumpin' Jehoshaphat, me not understand incompletely. The Bizarro's not starting to make sense to me as well. I think we better not vamoose. 
I mean, let's vamoose out of here, Lamo, before I not get completely turned around. Acknowledged. Hello, you sorry bunch of chisel faces. What nice compliment. Hello, Terraman and Lanos. Have bad trip. Us should not be visiting you later. Soon. Make it soon, you hear? Yeah! Haha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, what a kidder. Hello. So that's when Lamo and I got out of Dodge and hightailed it back here with Minova, using the trans-dimensional portal. Then we know fly home to Bizarro Lois to get slap in face. Not on way, me not realize Bizarro Professor Zoom not have Bizarro Namiko to give him slap in face. So me no head back to Bizarro Zoom Crew Studio to not tell him. That when me not see Bizarro Zoom Crew use transporter to escape. Then me not fly crookedly here for help. Did you see anyone else? I mean, you not see no one else with Zoom Crew when escape? Oh no. Three other men out of armor not escape as well. Can you not describe what armor men not look like? No, armor men not look like... What in the... Con Norts. Not look like that. So them are three armor men? Who red bald fancy man behind them? Me too. Grundy and me must not get everyone to unsafe place before they escape. You bet. Nobody move, or we will be forced to... Stand down, Zoom Crew. There's no need to damage the studio any more than it already is. Lanos, can you identify who- Nobody speak, except to answer my questions. Which one of you is Professor Zoom? I am, but could you please- I said you are to answer my questions. Uh, I am more than happy to. But I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage, or three, sir. May I at least know, uh, whom I have the honor of addressing? I am the Supreme High Chancellor of Ungara, and you are under arrest. The Done in One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show is an unabashedly conceited member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network, hosted by Zoom Yukonori. Sound editing by Isamu Hideaki Yukinori and Adrian Zett. Feedback for the show can be left at fireandwaterpodcast.com, via email at wondersdone at gmail.com, or by voicemail at area code 415-779-4668. The views expressed on Done in One Wonders belong solely to the host and his cast of characters who are not affiliated in any way with any professional comic book publisher or entertainment company. 
all copyright and trademarks of comic book characters and related concepts, as well as music, audio clips, and quoted text, are held by their respective owners. These are used for entertainment purposes only and no copyright infringement is intended. Celebrity voices are impersonated. With special thanks to Will Rogers for providing the voice of Superman, to Chris Franklin for providing the voice of Vartox, to Cindy Franklin for providing the voice of Gajin, and to Bizarro Bailey Michael for voicing himself. The Done in One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show is a Professor Zoom Productions production.